Welcome to the All Need Help Podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Jesse. And we've got the penis gallery in here tonight. Go ahead and say it. And I'm Tasha. And Tasha motherfucking Carlson. Tasha motherfucking Sheets. And (laughs) Megan. Megan, that's yep, 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 yep. In studio, and uh, so this is a this is a cool um, podcast. I think uh, you know we got some. We haven't even done it yet. Well, because I'm on it, and I'm on it, and the penis gallery is here. Oh, there you go. So, you know, on top of that, though, uh, it's certainly. I think a, a good topic today. Uh, we got uh, quite a bit of feedback um, in regards to the relationship episode. Is that the one where uh, we talked about Tasha keeping my balls in her purse? Yeah, that was the yeah. that was the Matt whooping Jesse's ass verbally over his behavior, and Tasha coming in like a fucking Hot. tornado. Ready to cut people, and she didn't Bulldog. even know what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. That was, was so. Yeah, we we've got a lot of good uh, feedback but one, from that podcast. A lot of people liked that, uh, hearing about relationships and the different per perspectives of relationships. So yeah, and the big difference this time is is obviously we're going into it with the intention of a podcast versus just me talking to Jesse and then deciding to hit record and then I already put my balls in her purse. She didn't come in and just cut them off like in the last one and <laughs> shove them in her purse. I took all the knives and sharp objects out of uh, Studio South, so hopefully I don't see any around. So I mean, I feel like if somebody's capable of if somebody's capable of finding an object to use, I think that it would be Tasha. Yeah, Megan. She, Megan I'm just gave her. Resourceful. Yeah, she'd be the MacGyver of cutting a bitch. <laughs> Megan, Megan just said that they can cut their award apart. Yeah, and, they would uh, never do that. No, no. I mean, if we had to. Yeah, I mean, you gotta uh, cut a bitch. You gotta cut a bitch. True, true. So, um, you know, obviously, I think it's better doing a, a relationship podcast when you've got both sides um you know here for the whole thing well that and and being able to talk about the different aspects of it right because uh a perfect relationship does not exist um what, what is our bromance then I mean, you were pretty upset with me like ten minutes ago, so obviously it's not perfect. Yeah, that's true. Church, church, church. <laughs> I, I had to let him get that in one time. He's not going to do it the whole episode. Um, no more. But at uh, any rate, you know. Tasha uh, likes church, by the way. Megan and I have, uh, you know, a, a very long and uh, at times troubled past. Um, when he says long, that means old. Very old. Uh, she's younger than you. Yeah, you're a cradle robber. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure she was in high school when you uh, swooped in straight out of the Navy. Nope. Two tours. Sure wasn't. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously when you're younger, you certainly have way more relationship problems than when you get older and learn more instead of True thinking that. you know it all when you're young. Um, and so I think some of that uh, wisdom, if you will, comes with 
age, if that makes you feel better, Jesse. Uh, he has. I told you he's very wisdomy. He's he's <laughs> Jesse's got a very. Uh, you like that word, wisdomy? He's got a very poor self-esteem apparently about his age, and so he feels better targeting other people, uh, which is fine. I can go along with that because I'm his friend, and I want him to feel better about himself. And his uh, target is facts, graying life, but um, graying life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I think we may have mentioned it on the podcast before. I'm not 100 percent certain that um, Megan is my ex-wife, yeah, uh, <laughs> as well as my wife. Ex-wife once removed, <laughs> however that works, and uh, you know, that's not. Super common for a lot of people, although I will say, I will say in in my family there was five of us kids. Okay, and um, wait, real quick, Megan. Yeah. What wedding was better, number one or number two? Probably the second one. Second one. It was in Nashville, right? Yeah. A lot less. Yeah. To not have to worry about a million people right everybody. Right. All right. And it was in Nashville. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, back to what I was saying. I'm, I'm one of five. We've talked about that. Um, and uh, all of my siblings have been married. Uh, ironically, my brother Jimmy and his wife Tracy uh, had the shortest time knowing each other before getting married. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, God, I want to say probably... 12-ish. I, I, I could probably look it up and see how many years they've been married. feel bad for not knowing exactly, but uh, uh, might have been, been 13, because I want to say maybe they've been married 30 years. What well, was in 79, uh, so do the math. <laughs> uh, so when, when they got together and said they were getting married, I was younger, and I remember like everybody talking like, this is not never going to fucking work. How, how long did they know each other? I mean, it was weeks. weeks. Oh, yeah. Six weeks, wasn't it? I, I, somewhere around six like weeks. Yeah, months, six weeks, six something six like weeks that. Six weeks before they got engaged or no, married. By total married. and then married. Vegas? Right? Vegas style? Uh, Reno, as a matter of okay. fact. Okay, okay. Nice. <laughs> so, Pretty much the same. So everybody was like... Not going to last. This is this is dumb. Destined like, this is, Yeah, this is never going to last. They haven't known each other, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and... Ironically, they can they can pull the hardy and and throw the middle finger to the sky to everybody because they Jimmy is the only one of my siblings never divorced to not have a divorce. Yeah. So uh, um, they've been together then. I I want to say thirty years, yeah. thirty one maybe. Nice. Thirty years, um, six weeks. So. Uh, is that what it is? Did you look it up? No, I'm oh. just saying you said... Shit, I thought Tasha might have gone on, on Facebook and like, she stalked him She definitely quick. has the uh, masculine over me, I guess. But, uh, you know, true. one, it goes to show that that time doesn't necessarily mean anything. Absolutely, right. right. Uh, when you know, you know. And, and they've been through some shit over the years, but they've stuck it out, Ups right? And, down, and right. Uh, so... Uh, How old was he, though? And mm. she... Were they like teenagers still? No, or no. So a little later. Tracy's in Tracy's older than Jimmy. Um, they would have probably been. He probably would have been God, early twenties. Okay. 
and she would have probably been like late 20s so it wasn't like a high school love or something no huh okay and you know so paula been married divorced remarried um divorced remarried um so uh then jimmy obviously just the one marriage with tracy that no one thought would work in the beginning and obviously uh they did uh then would be elizabeth Elizabeth is in a, a similar boat to me and Megan. Uh, she was married to Jesse, divorced, and married to Jesse. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's a good choice. I mean, her part. I mean, uh, when you lose a stallion, you better uh, throw the reins back on him and <laughs> ride that Bronco again. So, uh, how much of that moonshine did you drink? <laughs> that was full. When we brought it, and we've been sitting here <laughs> sipping on it and uh, the whiskey and Coke. So, uh, and then would have been Bobby. Bobby was married and divorced before he passed away. Okay. Uh, I was married, divorced, married, divorced, and married. Um, so. Do you got the most? Uh, no, me and Paula are tied. Tied. Yep. And then me and Elizabeth are tied for marrying the same person twice. Nice. Yeah. So, and and here Jimmy was supposed to be the fuck up, right? Right, right. <laughs> so maybe you guys should be taking uh, advice from him. <laughs> right. Maybe we should have just found somebody and six weeks later married him and it would have right. worked out great. Who knows? No, it wouldn't have been good for you, though, because it would have been the wrong girl. Right. You would have, you would have had this stallion over here. Ooh, I don't. Stallion. I don't have a stallion. Right. Yeah, mare. Do you, you do you understand? <laughs> do you understand? An, you whoa, a male horse. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Not not only are you not a horse, a male horse. A stallion has a fucking a pecker. A All right, big she oh, does big not big have a pecker. I mean, Tasha I, doesn't either, but she got, got big, big dick energy big though. Energy. So, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but you got to tame a stallion. You don't have to tame a mare. Yeah, you do. Very yes, bitchy. you do. You have to break they're them. They're bitchy, she says. <laughs> Megan chimes in. They're bitchy. You have to break them. Yeah? Okay. Have you broke How does that your... fucking work so <laughs> Fucking great. You want me to get the saddle out? <laughs> oh, shit. <clears throat> Tosh, I'm going to need your riding crop. <laughs> yeah, and we don't have video right now, so you all can't see what Matt's trying to do right now. You ever seen one of those... Uh, you ever seen the penny horse at uh, at Meyer, where you put the penny in and you ride the horse? He's following Megan around right now trying to ride her, so it's not working out very good for him. Don't act like you don't do the same. Well, I ride that horse every time I can. I get kicked off the horse, I just jump back up. Penises, not fucking horses. Like, <laughs> yeah, but you're not faster horses, <clears throat> right? Because that's a whole new subject, right? <clears throat> <clears throat> do that. So uh, <laughs> back on topic because people don't want to stay on fucking topic. Yeah, Megan here. and Tasha get back on topic. You're the one that turned them into fucking stallions. <laughs> I mean. They're beautiful. Look at them. <laughs> well, you can go have all the stallions you want. Are they Italian stallions? I mean, if you like to get, <laughs> you know, Sylvester, <laughs> you know, go for it. I mean, if if, if, if Rocky wants to get on our podcast, I'll I'll tame that Italian stallion for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, Adrian. Shout out, shout out to Adrian right now if you want to come on our podcast. No, Adrian. I know Adrian. Take his cup Adrian. away. I asked how much he drank. <sighs> You guys don't know how to joke around. 
Actually, let's get uh, Sylvester on uh, and do some uh, this is gonna be, bench pressing and stuff I've, in the studio. I'm you fairly know? certain by the time this is done, this is going to be uh, Y'all Need Help Slurcast. Erroneous <laughs> on all accounts. <laughs> If uh, so, the moderator of this podcast, back to is the, Uncle Matt, is supposed to keep us on topic, could just keep us on topic. I'm trying. Come on now. So back to the relationships of uh, the conversation. And so where did I leave off before he went all fucking haywire? You're supposed to keep us on task. Right. We were talking about... Oh, my siblings and yeah. relationships. Right. And so, uh, you know, Megan and I... Previously, obviously, was where it started that we'd been married and divorced. Uh, have definitely been through our share of problems um, raising kids in a blended family, mm-hmm. um, and that I like always to say problems, obstacles, <clears throat> huh? Obstacles, obstacles. No, they were problems. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> look, I, I don't, I don't sugarcoat shit. Like we, we struggled, mm-hmm. like. With many aspects of of co-parenting, she you know, beat you, didn't she? No, no. She said I'm... she was going to knock you out today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a current problem. I guess. <laughs> That's a current problem. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't in the first marriage. This is in the second. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, it was uh, it was tough having. We had five little kids really close together in age, and Megan had and, six. Uh, well, that with you being a little kid, Jesus Christ. Well, you don't like me talking about you being old, so now I'm calling you a little kid and you're upset about that too. Make up your mind on topic. Let's go. Do you have anything remotely sharp? I'm gonna go ahead and give the green light on this one. <laughs> I hit on that. <laughs> Can I order the code red? Code red. <laughs> I'm gonna order the code red. Deep down, she's laughing too. She was like, Yeah, she's getting them good. Uh, you know? <laughs> Look at I, I threw him off topic again. Yeah, well, we can't have a relationship podcast when you keep going into fucking left field. So some relationships are made in left field. He's in left field a lot. Yeah. <laughs> when you got a cannon for an arm, you got to play left field. Okay. That's a sports reference. Matt's not athletic, so he doesn't understand it. Unless he wants to throw down and wrestle. He's not an athletic. You want to wrestle? You want to get butt naked and wrestle? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just curious about so what, this is, what this is where the, from left field had anything to do with relationships. Again, I can get a sentence in about relationships and then Jesse's like in his own fucking world. I'm going to mute my mic. Girls take over. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot I could mute his mic. God damn it. I could have done that 15 minutes ago. <laughs> I'm going to go get another bourbon while you girls figure it out. I don't think so. Start this all over. Welcome to the All Need Help Podcast. I'm Matt. Jesse's not with us today. (laughs) Yeah. Good luck listening to this one. It's going to be boring. So so the uh, uh, feedback we got was people liked uh, talking about relationships and, you know, just the the struggles that everyone has. Uh, and Jesse's Jesse on. Has a lot of struggles. <laughs> yes. right now. Struggle bus. Yeah. <laughs> Struggle Jennings, baby. Struggle Jennings. <laughs> By the way, if you want to be on the podcast, hit me up. We can pump some bench press in here too. Yeah. Fuck, fuck that style, Sly Stallone. <laughs> this is this is turning into one of those scraps podcasts. I think that go in the dumpster. 
Hey, I have fans that think I'm hilarious. You have a fan, and it's my nephew, and he's special needs. <laughs> hey, I'm special. <laughs> exactly. My, my mama tells me all the time. <laughs> That's why he likes you. <laughs> Oh my Get on God. topic. Relationships. He thinks you're funny because you're making fun of his uncle. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, listen. My nephew, we talk shit. That's what my family no. does. <laughs> and oh, I thought it was I just you. It. So no, we're <laughs> we're at uh, Walmart one day and run into him, and he's ahead of me in line, and uh, he had bought some kind of Xbox games. I want to say that he got ID'd for mm. and uh, he's still standing there talking to me. He's done checking out and I'm bringing my stuff up and I don't remember what I had bought. And it was fucking cold medicine or glue mm. or spray paint or something where it required ID, ID. for me. And <laughs> like, y'all, you're motherfucking and, old. Man. And this little smart ass fucker wants to be like, do you really need to see an ID with yeah. all that gray? <laughs> Okay. I knew he, that's right. why he's my fan. So, well, here's the thing. So, so we're both fat, and in my family, it's called a husky. Rules are: fat people can make fun of fat people. Mm-hmm. Skinny people in the family cannot make fun of fat people. All right. So I say to him, I'm like, yeah, I can't believe you needed his ID for his game because do you think anyone could put on that much weight before they were 18? <laughs> and he was like, oh, <laughs> fuck you. you know? I was like, yeah, I got jokes too, bitch. <laughs> Don't come at me sideways. Uh, you know, but that's just like my whole family's like that talking shit all the fucking time. Price down uh, from you though. No. No, no? My mom, yeah. Mom? She was mom. She's such a sweet and innocent. Oh, dude, we talked so much shit growing up about each other's moms. Moms talking shit about the kids, and nice. like it was, it well, was always been that way. Well, when mom had you guys as kids, there there had to be some shit talking then. Yeah, yeah. But they started it like that. Like my mom used to tell me and my brother that she wasn't our mom. <laughs> that she was the babysitter, you know, like didn't know where our mom was or when she was coming back to like fuck with us, like not like in a traumatic way, right, right. Or, you know, but funny way. Then like we'd go out driving with my dad, and he had this uh, bypass switch for his ignition on his truck, and he would fucking kill the truck. I remember we were out like Marsh Creek, and he kills the fucking truck, and if you tried to start it without flipping the kill switch on, it wouldn't do nothing. It would just. And so we're in the middle of this fucking creek. This two-track went through. Creek squad. You know, and he's like, well, the truck won't start. And me and my brother are in the bed of the truck back when you were allowed to do cool right, shit. Right, uh, And so I had to take his shoes out and get out and try and push. push or we're going to <laughs> we're gonna have to hike out of here or something. And we're like, fuck. Like, it's getting. Coyotes are coming like, out. This is getting real. We're stuck in a fucking creek with the truck. Sounds like something my dad would have done. Wait, so we get all the way, like, shoes off, roll our pants up, like, ready to jump out, and <laughs> flips the fucking Oh, I would have waited for you guys right to get out and start pushing, hit it, and then fucking stomp on the gas and spray you with mud. All right. 
Well, they used to do. They what was the do, point of having the kill switch on the? Ignition? It was a bypass. It was probably some fucking redneck, cheap ass way of fixing something. Yeah. He probably had a shitty ignition switch, and the toggle switch was a buck ninety nine, and the ignition switch was twelve ninety nine. So I remember my dad uh, when we were younger. He had a sixty six uh, Jeep Wrangler, and uh, he had a toggle switch on the dash that when he flipped it, the rear lights, like the backup lights, came on. So he said when somebody was like tailgating him or something, because he used to just, you know, back road it and just drive around and, you know, putts around. And so when somebody would tailgate him, he would flip those on and just watch them lock their brakes up because they thought, oh, shit, this dude's coming in reverse at me. So they'd lock him up. So Oh, okay. But, yeah, I don't know why the ignition would have a kill switch, but maybe it was to keep people from stealing it. I mean, you were in California, so. Right. Maybe we got off, like. Oh yeah, we definitely got off topic. So yeah, if Uncle Matt would uh, get off his uh, gambling website, I'm not uh, on a gambling website. You were talking, and I was letting you talk. Oh, nice of you. I don't know why I was letting you talk after the first 20 minutes of this, but you know, I did. And so uh, we do got to get back on topic because there's been very little about your nephew. Very little about relationships at all so far. Um, So I'm gonna I'm gonna kick this over. To uh, uh, the Me? the females, no, oh, okay, no, I'm done. I, I'm going to kick it over to the females to let them, uh, you know, offer up uh, their relationship advice. Some, well, maybe maybe just like <laughs> some of the struggles that have occurred over the years, relationship wise. And I think maybe if Tasha is talking, you might shut the fuck up for three seconds. Probably. <laughs> she just she just actually left the cave, and I think she keistered a knife. So I probably will shut up for a little bit. Doubtful, but so uh, Tasha, what uh, I mean, you guys uh, obviously had kind of a, a similar situation where you know you had been. Uh, Married previously with kids yep. before um, you were blessed with Jesse in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, Look at this. I'm the only one in the, the room not divorced yet. And uh, yet. I love how he throws the yet out. <laughs> this, guy's a, this guy is speaking prophecy now. Wow. <laughs> I shouldn't say yet. I should probably yes, say I've probably. never been divorced, but Tasha might be widowed after she kills me. <laughs> so, well, you're not divorced. Not divorced, I guess. Yeah. Right. So look at me. So you I know, got my shit together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's literally nobody listening to this that thinks that right now. <laughs> Except so, your nephew. Right. So Tasha, what what's uh what's something that kind of comes to mind for you um that was maybe a struggle uh early on or Hell, even even today, for that matter, because I could see there being some struggles today, and I'm not even married to him. Yeah, he, he woke up on the wrong side of the bed this morning or something. He's going to wake up on the wrong side of the truck bed tomorrow morning. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, when you look like this, you got to play the role. <laughs> right. Struggles. Struggles. Uh, putting up with an extra child. Just struggle. Mm-hmm. She's talking about me. Yeah. Am I really a child? Um, I mean, I feel the same way. 
<laughs> Wait, what the, what the frick? Uh, I'm, Turn back on I'm you, a, big guy. This is this is backfire. <laughs> I'm a very independent person, very independent person, mm-hmm. a loner. I can, so it's a big struggle for me to um, release control. To always, yeah, to always have somebody thinking they're the boss of me. It, well, yeah, and, and I'm. It's hard to deal with. I'm going to jump in because that's kind of what we talked about on that last podcast where, you know, in his defense, and and he doesn't deserve much of one tonight, but (laughs) he will. He'll get get some defense from me on that one because we did talk about that as like an unintentional thing, but I definitely see where it could be a struggle on your part, you know, and that's what we talked about, like how it's received is not how it's intended. I, th- um, I think, uh, and I could be speaking out of text right here, but when she's a highly independent woman uh, and I'm a very helpful person in nature, and so... Or you you like help. You like people helping you do stuff. I mean... And I'm just like, just do it. Just no, I mean, I do. I mean, if I can get a helping hand here and there, but... I think it, it's more of where our struggles were uh, is I always try to help you doing whatever it is that you're doing because I feel like uh, as a man uh, and I was raised that I'm, you know, going to hold the doors. I'm going to help great. out. That's and, a gentleman. But when someone's like, sit down, let me do my shit. Yeah. But I mean, it comes more in the fact of, okay, so just the other day, uh, <laughs> we're moving the studio around and I was outside doing some stuff and... Uh, I I tell her when she needs help moving heavy objects, like that's what I'm here for. Let let me know and I'll I'll, I'll come and give you a helping hand. Well, her mentality and it's it's not her fault. It's the sheets things. They're bulldogs. They're like, nope. I'm not gonna ask for help. I'm just gonna move this heavy ass claw bathtub, claw foot bathtub, around the studio. And then next thing you know, she's got a broken blood vessel in her finger and her finger fingers completely white. And I was like, why didn't you didn't ask? Fall off. I was okay. Right. But I was like, why didn't you ask for my help? Like, I could have helped you. So I'm, I'm going to stick with him on this one because I've helped move that tub before. That was fucking dumb trying to move it yourself. That's what I was saying. Because I don't want to move it myself. But that's. Maybe. Never mind. Go ahead. No, I was saying that's where, where I think that you, as a highly independent <clears throat> woman, you don't like asking for help. And me being somebody that likes to offer the help all the time, it's misconceived is you're never going to ask for help even though I'm always going to offer it and you're going to do stuff on your own and so that's where we kind of butt heads sometimes and I was like why did you move that heavy ass clawfoot tub on your own I know she's more than capable of doing it on her own she is a beast when it comes to hard work and manual labor there's no doubt about it she's a sheep she's an absolute bulldog but when you have somebody else there that is willing to help. I don't know if it's a compliment to be called a bulldog. Oh, I mean, it is. <laughs> it's a compliment to be called a sheets. <laughs> roof, roof, go dogs. But that's, I think, where we have some, some budding heads. It's like, if I'm here to help and offer the help, why not take the help? And she's like, because I can just do it on my own. So I think part of that's, that's twofold, though. And... And I've seen this in, you know, how her and Megan both kind of clicked early on like we did. Mm-hmm. Um, Megan is... Clicked? 
quite a bit uh, of a solitary person, mm-hmm. right? So, like, she's totally fine with not being around people and just, like, leave me the fuck Doing her own thing. Right? Yeah. Uh, and I could see that with Tasha, too, where, oh, absolutely. She's a where body. you and I are, like, throwing on our wings and we're social butterflies just, like, flapping around to see everybody and, you know... That's not them. Look at me fly. Look at me fly. But we right. both used to be that way. So did we change you? <clears throat> did we steal yes. your wings? You did. I had to start behaving and being responsible. Because why? Because only one of us could be awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's, he says it's awesome. I say it's drunk. But... You have said it many times. Only one of us could be awesome, and you realized yeah, that I, my awesomeness was more than no, your awesomeness. No, that's not what I said. And there was no reason to compete because you're going to get beat. No, I said only one of us could be awesome because the other one had to drive us home. That's what I said. There's Uber for that shit. Not out here. Not where we live. <laughs> that's what I married into was to have your son be the uh, DD for us. Yeah, and he did for a couple years. Sure did. Then he grew up and... And now we have another son that grew up. (laughs) Now we got Megan. So, other than, like, that aspect of the relationship, because that's, in the grand scheme of things, that's pretty small potatoes. To you. Well, I mean, there's... There's a lot of other struggles in relationships that are, you know, pretty tough to deal with. And so that right. I, I, I think our, our... From your perspective, though, like dealing with that's, that's everyone... That's a big struggle for me. Like it's... Like it might not... So... I, I get what you're saying where that's, you know, a bigger deal to you guys than maybe what we think it is. I'm just saying in relationships, there's a lot of other issues. Right, I think in the in the grand scheme of things, like the stuff that we deal with uh, is pretty minute. Uh, we have our little tiffs and our little fights, but I think there's there's in the grand scheme of relationships that there are far bigger problems than what we deal with as far as that goes. We don't really have any problems. Right, we don't really have problems. We have our little tiffs and our little fights and stuff but there are people out there that have far bigger problems real problems not just in relationships yeah yeah i mean so i mean that was kind of where i was going wasn't trying to like silence diminish you know how you guys feel about like perception the helpfulness versus how it's received i was just meaning in in general because i wanted this podcast to be kind of more broad was all i was trying to do with that but you know, like finances, for example. You know, you hear all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, people struggling people with finance. having relationship problems. Right. Like the main problem in a relationship that, that revolve around finances. You know, right. and so you know, some people do things separately. You know, have separate accounts. Right. I've, I've met people who do that. I've met people that have separate bedrooms. Uh, which I don't understand personally. Or kind of like uh, those those uh, women that they'll have. Uh, we got the joint bank account for our money, which is really the husband's paycheck, and then 
my personal account, which is my money. And, and you know, and to be fair, I'm sure that goes both ways. I'm well, sure. I'm I, sure. I, yeah. When I was previously married, I had a my account and our account, and he had his account. I didn't want any of his money. I've I've actually suggested but I wanted to that, that portion before. to pay the bills. Yeah, I've actually suggested sure. that to people before. <clears throat> right. If you have a joint account that you pays the bills, out what all the monthly bills are that are like co-bills, if you will. Exactly. And, right, your living expenses. You know, if that's a thousand dollars just for the sake of easy numbers, each of you kicks in five hundred into that account. That account pays the pays bills, all the bills, and then you do you with your account. You do you with your right. Account. If you got some money left over, and, then you buy your toys. If you got some money left over, you do your nails and right. hair and I've met, lashes. I've met people where it's like you know, this one spouse is bitching at the other spouse about spending money on something like what the fuck are you doing spending this money like blah 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 blah. and it's like well what's the problem it's my money Mm -hmm. i earn it you know i work hard for it like may even do side jobs or something for extra spending money or whatever sure you know and then the other person's trying to dictate how it's spent well if you've agreed to do something together financially and you you aren't holding up to your end of it Right. All right. You can't then tell the other person what they're doing with their end of with it. Their they're end still of holding it. up to their end and then some. And then some. You right. Know, you can't say, well, you can't do that. Right. Right. Uh, it, you, to me, you've lost that argument. You know, right. And if you're going to be in a relationship, it's it's both people and you're you're both contributing or agreeing on how. You know, those funds are being allocated, if you will, to, right. to cover the stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it may be that husband A makes more than wife A. And so they agree that he's going to cover, you know, 80% of the bills and she's going to cover 20% of the bills to give them both a, an equal share of spending money or whatever. Okay. All right. So if, if she doesn't contribute the 20%, like she said, that she was going to do, and he has to cover 100%. And he's covering 100%, but then he's going and spending and his... pissing his money off on whatever it is. Right. You know, he went and bought a, a new fucking NASCAR jacket. I don't know. Whatever the fuck they're into. And then, you know, the wife's like... like a Honda jacket. What the fuck are you doing? about, you know... What he's spending his you know, money on. Spend money on or whatever. Right. Um, you know, it just... It, it kind of leaves you kind of scratching your head like if you're not going to be accountable mm-hmm. to the agreement then to me you lose any credibility or yeah, yeah, yeah. you know the other person spending whatever they want on whatever they want right yeah you know? and I actually I actually have Absolutely. quite a few friends that I know uh, at least a dozen or so that They've been alone for a long time and handled their bills and everything. And then they they meet a girl and like, hey, I'm going to pay these bills anyhow. So then they move them in or whatever. And instead of being a joint mutual thing of like, hey, let's uh, split the bills and everything. They still front it all. At that point, it's a joint communication of, all right, if you're handling all the bills, and then you go and spend your money how you want to spend it, then go for it. You should right. you should be able to do that because you're already providing for somebody else. They shouldn't be able to dictate, you know, like why are you spending your money on this? And 
you know, not taking me out to dinner or something like that. And it's like, well, I'm already covering all the bills. So, uh, you know, where's the argument in that? Right. So I think that's a, a big thing, too. If, if you have a, a mutual spec and say you're, you're splitting it 50-50 down the middle or even, like you said, 80-20, then if you're not keeping up your end of the bargain and, and doing the 80% or the 50%, then, yeah, you should have a, a legitimate argument in that. So... I think a financial arrangement with couples should be it should be a, it should be a 50/50 split at that point. If you have two single people coming together that have been living on their own, they should be able to come together and have a 50/50 agreement. You know, because eventually if those people become a couple and married and everything like that, whether the wife makes more or the husband makes more, it should still be a 50/50 partnership. Yeah, but I think that that sometimes can be where maybe some of the problems come into play where one person makes more than the other mm -hmm. and <clears throat> so they, they feel responsible. The, the other two. Automatically yes, just cover they make more. more money, but does the person they? that makes more money feel responsible to cover more or is it the person that doesn't make enough money expects them to cover well, more? It, it depends, I guess. It depends right. on the And people. I think that's where you have to have those conversations financial conversations that are tough conversations to have you know as couples uh you know taking in in point uh tasha and i when we first got together uh i'll put you on the spot here uh when tasha and i first got together um she had <clears throat> multiple credit cards that were maxed out or pretty close to maxed out she was making the monthly payment on them, but you know, not really getting ahead, basically covering the interest on them. And I uh, personally, before we met, went through the David Ramsey program to eliminate debt. And it was a conversation that we had where I actually took her credit cards from her. I was like, give those to me. I hope, like, I hope you put them in a safe place. I hope so too. <laughs> so, uh, but I, so, I took those credit cards so from quick, her. Though, real quick, was she on board with you taking those um, from her, or once, were once, you trying to dictate that? To I wasn't her? dictating it, but I, I I I think I pleaded a good case because I did do the David Ramsey program uh, and explained to her how I. A year before her, probably had it, eight it or nine credit cards. It, it worked for me. It did. Like, okay. I, I, did I, it. I had eight That's, or nine credit cards. I wasn't cards necessarily and, happy about it, but they were all pretty much maxed out. They needed to be taken care of anyway. When right. I, and so what we did with her is I took the credit cards away so she couldn't spend cards. anymore. And then I helped her debt <clears> snowball. And within a year, we had every one of her credit cards paid off in full. She had absolutely zero debt. At that point, which I did the year prior to that, mm -hmm. because I had eight or nine credit cards that were pretty high up there, and I went through that program because I had somebody that kind of actually in Petoskey uh, took me under their wing. Uh, it wasn't a relationship; it was a landlord that did that, uh, and kind of showed me the ways. And I was thirty one, thirty at the time. You think I would know about that kind of stuff, but took me under the wing and got me to do that program. So I felt that it was my responsibility to then share that with other people, especially somebody that I wanted to grow a future with. Yeah. And so, but we definitely had that conversation of the financial aspect of it 
which I think that's a tough conversation for most couples to have, but it's definitely a conversation that couples need to have. Absolutely. I mean, if you want to step foot in a future, you don't want somebody racking up credit cards or spending all the money and one person working their tail off for all that hard-earned money, paying all the bills so you can go and spend all that money and do whatever the hell you want. That's not a, a, a level playing field. You know, one person's going to eventually get stressed the fuck out uh, in that aspect of it. So if you can be on a level playing field with it, I think that's a, a, a good aspect and it's a good conversation to have financially. Right. So on, on that note... What we're gonna do is a little something different here. We're gonna wrap this one up, and this is gonna be a to-be-continued episode, so uh, you're gonna be able to pick up the rest of this episode in a couple of days when uh, when the new one drops. And hopefully the girls will be sober in this episode. <laughs> so uh, for now, we will bid you adieu. Golden Gods. Out.